0: Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some things that will indicate if you're winning in your business, and it may not be extremely obvious that you're winning. So I'll go over some things to point out to see if you're actually winning or losing in your business, running your pool service route, and some things you can do to improve that. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So it's not always easy to tell if you're winning or losing out there. And take baseball, for example. The team with the winningest record or the highest win percentage. Are the New York Yankees? They've won 10,529 games and lost 8,020, which gives them the best winning percentage in baseball overall and as a lifetime history of 0.568%, which is about a little bit over 500, of course, and or closer to 600, I guess. And you take the Dodgers here in Los Angeles, they have a winning percentage of 0.529, which is a little bit over 500, also. And so these teams that are perennial, you know, are always in the playoffs and World Series, have basically a 500 record. And that's kind of how it is when you're in business. It's hard to say that you're, you know, you're batting a thousand. That's not possible. And so you got to have some indicators that you're winning or losing. And I think the number one indicator for me is if you're enjoying what you do out there. And, you know, to a point, of course, is work. And I think that the amount of time you spend complaining or are frustrated or don't want to get out of bed in the morning to go to work is a good indicator that you're not winning at that moment. And I think that's probably the number one indicator because you're running your own business and that's going to be reflected on how you treat the customers, how you treat the pools, how you do business in the long run. And I think The ways to improve that, of course, are to find out some of the reasons that you're not enjoying it. Are you doing too many pools? Are you frustrated with, you know, the customers or you burned out? Things of that nature. And you're going to have to look at that and to see what you can do and improve that. Because if you're not winning in that category, you don't enjoy what you're doing, ultimately, you probably should be doing something else. And there's a lot of things you can do out there with your skill set. You could get a job working for the manufacturer as a rep, or you can transition into an entirely different industry. So for me, I think that's a good indicator that if you're feeling burned out and you don't want or you don't like the pool service work anymore, then you need to make some changes. Maybe you want to step back and get an employee. You kind of build on that and don't and you're not doing as much physical work out there. I'm not sure what it is for you, but that enjoyment has to be there. And of course, you're going to have down periods where you're kind of burned out it's part of business. You're not going to be up all the time on the mountain peak. That's kind of psychotic. So, you're going to have some downtimes, of course. But if the downtimes are where you're just feeling like this is not for you, then you may want to reconsider your business. And this may not be happening to a lot of people out there, but that's just one of the things that I think you have to be aware of. The other thing I think is a good indicator is your time management. Do you have enough time to do things with your family, take days off? take trips and things of that nature, or is the pool rat stealing all of your time? And you got to be careful here because in the pool business, you can work as much as you want. In most cases, you can work a little less than you want and still do pretty well. So if you're pushing the needle and you're doing too much, getting home at 8 o'clock at night, sacrificing your Saturdays, you may want to take the foot off the gas a little bit, so to speak. So you don't get burned out and fall back into Category 1 where you're not enjoying the work. And that's part of the burnout, I think, if you're overworked. Probably the number one burnout is that you just have too many pools and you have too many things spinning, too many plates spinning that you can't handle it. And, you know, definitely time management. The reason why you got into this business is to manage your time and to spend more time with your family. And if you don't have that time available or do hobbies or whatever you want to do with your free time, you definitely don't want your pool business to monopolize that to a point where it's just like working an office job or working for someone else. And the freedom of doing the pool service route is that you have more free time available to do the things that you like and you're not always working. Another good indicator is if you have any money left over at the end of the month, end of the year, end of the quarter to invest. And I think this is a big indicator, almost as big as the first one. I put enjoying your work as first because you kind of have to have that in order to get to this point, I think. And so if you're not enjoying your work, you can't build up the business to where it's profitable and to where you have money to invest. Now, invest, you can invest in many different ways. You can invest back into the business to grow it, hire more employees, buy partial routes, buy service trucks, whatever you can do. Market yourself, whatever, however you want to reinvest that money into your business to grow it. That's one way you can do it. And that's kind of like empire building in a way in the industry. The other thing that you can do, which I think is also smart, is to start paying down your personal debt and business debt if you have any of that, which hopefully you don't have too much of that. So I think one of the biggest hindrances to build wealth is debt. And once you get rid of the debt, you know your mortgage, your car payments, your revolving debt, then you're going to have... A bigger shovel quote-unquote or more income to invest and so if you didn't have your mortgage let's say you're paying two thousand a month on your mortgage and I know interest rates are low and so this may sound illogical to a lot of people but if you didn't have that two thousand dollar a month mortgage but you had two thousand a month to invest in mutual funds or in a you know saving for a rental property and another investment Definitely, you can grow that a lot faster than if you were paying that $2,000. So, you may have to put pause on a lot of your investments to kind of knock out that debt. And you can kind of put it in a mortgage calculator to see how much it would take to knock out your mortgage and to invest that money, you know, in the coming years. You're not setting yourself back by, you know, not investing money and being in debt at the same time. And there's a lot of different things you can look at too. You can look at the amortization chart over 30 years, and people rarely get to 30 years. They're going to either sell their house or refinance, and so they'll never get to that point where they don't have a mortgage. And I think, logically, you want to get your debt paid off, and then you'll use that income that you were, you use that money that you were paying your debt, you'll take that, turn that into income, and turn that into more investing dollars on the other end of it. It may take some time to do that, maybe five or six years or seven years. But if your business is making money and you have that extra money to invest, why not pay down the debt? Free up that money to invest in other things and you'll grow wealth a lot faster without debt holding you back. And that's the number one reason why you can't build wealth is because you're paying your car payments, your mortgage and whatnot. Just imagine if you had that $2,000 plus another 1000 in car payments. So that's $3,000 a month. So that's $36,000 a year you can be investing. So in five years, what is that like 180,000? Of course, that's going to multiply and grow because you're not investing it in something that's not returning the money. And so you're actually investing in yourself by paying down the debt. And once you get that done, you can do other investments, you know, stocks, mutual funds. What I like is real estate. And I really like having uh, paid for real estate with the rental income coming in. And you want to build some passive income for the future. And so, back to the indicator here if you have money to invest by paying down your debt and then investing that money, that is a good sign that you're winning. You know, the if back to the baseball analogy, these teams that are perennial winners have a lot of money to invest and to get better players because they're selling more, you know, shirts and people are attending the games, and that translates into them being able to acquire. Better players and pay them more. The same thing when you're investing. Once you get your first rental property and start getting that rental income for that, and if you hold it without any payments, you can build up another large amount of cash very rapidly, and then three or four years down the road, buy another investment property, take that rental income, pool it into the amount of money that you've been saving, and then buy another one. And that's kind of how the adage goes the rich get richer because they have those resources available to them. And I think the same thing goes with investing. The more you invest, the bigger the snowball goes, like when you're rolling down a hill. And you have to start somewhere. And if your business is not making a profit where you have money to pay down your debt and to invest, then you need to step back and look at what you're not doing correctly to have that profit. Are you not charging enough? Do you not have enough accounts? Is money kind of bleeding through the cracks? You have too much consumer debt that's taken all of your income. And that's a huge factor because if all of your you know, consumer debt is taking all of your profit, then you have to reevaluate your personal finances. And there's no way to separate those from each other if all the money from your business is going to kind of float your overspending on the personal end of it. And then I think the last indicator that you're being successful or you're winning is how your service is rated by your customers. Are they referring you out? Are they leaving you unsolicited good reviews? Are you actually providing a service that people appreciate. Now, at the end of the day, you know, the pool service guy is not someone that they're going to be raving about, you know, at the next get-together. However, if the get-together is in the backyard and people are looking at the pool and they're like, hey, i never seen a pool this clear before, then, you know, you're getting your props there. So how is your service reflected in your customers' conversations with people referring you out, reviews online, people that see the pool? Those are all important aspects because I think going way back to the first point of enjoying your work is taking pride in your work. And if the pools look good, the customers are happy, that goes a long way in preventing the burnout that you're going to be experiencing. If things are kind of falling apart, you have algae issues, pools aren't running correctly, customers aren't happy with your service, all that kind of goes into a cycle. And you want to make sure that, you know, to prevent number one from happening, that the, you're providing quality service that the customers are enjoying. And then that goes in to number two, because if you're putting out fires all the time on your route, you're not going to have a lot of time to do the other things that you like. And if you're brushing pools with algae and things of that nature, if you can't maintain the pools properly, it's going to eat into your free time. And then lastly, if you're not growing because you're not getting referrals, you're not providing a good service, then you can't have money to invest and to grow your, you know, passive income later in life. And so all these are tied together, and if you kind of fumble one of these, then they all kind of fall apart in a way, where they're not firing on all cylinders. If you ever had a car where one of the cylinders didn't work, I had this experience with a Honda. This was pretty much forever ago, but I remember that we were driving in the freeway, and then the car just started making this really bad noise, and it wasn't moving well. Took it a to mechanic, and one of the, the spark plugs had popped out or stripped out of there, Of course, that meant the car was pretty much shot at that point. So basically, it wasn't firing on all cylinders. And so these are really four crucial points. There's probably more you can add in here. But I wanted to make it pretty clear and easy to follow that if you enjoy your work, it'll give you a better attitude. And then part of enjoying the work is not overworking, so you have time to enjoy your hobbies and family. And then in that same respect, if you're doing a good job, You're going to have a profit with money to invest. And by providing that good service, you're going to get more referrals and more business because people are going to like the work you do. And then you're going to enjoy your work more because you're getting more referrals and better accounts and better customers. You're growing your business. And all of this goes hand in hand. And I think, you know, if you wake up one morning, you're not enjoying your work. Take a look at the other three points that I mentioned here. And there may be other points, of course, as I mentioned, but take a look at these three kind of large, broad categories and see if maybe you don't have any profit to invest and you feel like you're getting into your early 40s and you don't really have anything going for you except maybe you have your house and a mortgage, then you may have to reevaluate how you're investing the profits from your business or how to become more profitable. If you wake up one morning and you're feeling like this is not for you, Maybe you're just doing too many pools, doing too much work, and you're not spending time with your family. You're not taking the weekends off. You're not doing things that you enjoy doing because everyone needs to recharge. You can't just work, 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 work and not do anything to kind of recharge yourself. So all these, I think, are crucial factors. And I think, you know, how do you gauge if you're successful? Well, just like I said at the beginning, you have the, probably the most well-known and successful team in baseball, the Yankees, and their winning percentage is only 0.568%. So it's above 500, yes. And the Dodgers are just, you know, hovering above 500 at 5.29. And so how do you gauge that they're winning? Well, of course, their fans are always coming to the games. They're able to, you know, pay for these expensive players. In the same respect, not every season is going to be great. And the same with your business. Some seasons are going to be worse than others. But all in all, I think over time, you're going to have a lot more winning seasons and losing seasons, and you're going to actually move the needle and develop ways to make a profit and to get things in order where you have more free time. And so stick with it. I think, you know, you may feel like you're not winning, but look at the Yankees. I mean, 500, a little over 500% is a winning percentage over their whole uh, lifetime, so Look at it that way. Baseball, I think, is great for analogies because you can find a lot of things in baseball. Like, you could make the playoffs with a 500, under 500 record in some cases. So, with that said, I think use those analogies and kind of apply them to your business that, look, you may look like you're not winning, but you are winning. It's just a gradual thing that you can't notice. There's not, like, these gigantic indicators that you're winning. But when you get to the end and you finish your, you know, you're ready for retirement, if you did things correctly... Then it's really going to show that you were winning in your business and you have something, some kind of passive income coming in. You have maybe an established business you can pass on or any of these things will indicate that you have actually been winning all along. You just can't see it because you're kind of hovering at 500 all this time. As long as you're not having a losing record, I think you're doing well out there. And definitely take a step back and kind of reevaluate your business and see if you are on course to have more winning seasons and losing seasons. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, definitely go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu. And you can pull up previous episodes there and listen at your leisure. And If you're in the industry and want to enhance your business, uh, you can check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. of your week and God bless.